Hello, listeners, and welcome to another edition of the Heal the Sick podcast, a presentation of Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. Million here with you. I'm the overseer here of Dominion Fire Church, as well as the host of the program. And on this program, we have to... I have to tell you, I get to talk to so many amazing men and women of God, and I love having the opportunity to kind of share in, in, in what they're doing and to kind of pick their brain a little, as they say. I love hearing these, uh, just just the way that God is working in the lives of all these people. And our guest today, I am so grateful for it. Um, our guest today, you may know him uh, from a website called streetmiracles.com, uh, also working with Royal Family International, based out of Miami, Florida, but traveling all over the world. Joining me on the phone today, Mr. Rafael Garcia. Rafael, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you, sir? I am blessed. How are you doing, brother? I'm really blessed, really great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it is great to have you here. I've uh, I've kind of followed your work for a little while, and it's the first opportunity we've had to really uh, to catch up and talk. So I'm excited to uh, to meet up with you here. And in our first segment, what I always like to ask our guests if they will share with us is a big testimony of some kind uh you know you hit the streets you get people healed and set free so out of all of the the work and the stuff you've done what is a big testimony big story big something you can share with us mm, man i got so many just to pick one um well i, I well i've seen um some of the craziest miracles that i've seen you know i've seen um um, um god do um well, cancer full of people, uh, people heal, heal of AIDS, people heal of uh, um, uh, deformities in their bodies, uh, tumors disappear, um, uh, people, uh, I mean, teeth appear in people's mouths, uh, hair grow back, people that have uh, uh, grown in stature, uh, um, I mean, uh, supernatural weight loss, people lose weight instantly. Um, um, all, all type of different things, and uh, but let me t- uh, let me see a, a, a miracle, uh, a story. Um, let me just just to, for for one. Um, I started doing the healing thing uh, when I was seventeen, and I was doing some house meetings uh, with some some people, and um, I was kind of like I was like nineteen at that time, maybe twenty, and there was a lady. They came to the meeting, and she knew the lady. She knew the lady that owned the house. She was a friend of her. She was from New York, a lawyer from New York. And this lady had a tumor in her face and in her shoulder, and she was pretty much deformed. Her face was, her face was deformed, and she was a Christian. She didn't want to go. She didn't want to go get operated or nothing. Like she was afraid that the operation was going to be bad, and she was going to look look worse than what she looked. So she, she was a lawyer from New York. She had some money. So she spent all her money going from crusade to crusade to crusade, from going to, to different hidden crusades to get healed. And it wasn't happening. It was not happening. And when I saw her, I asked her if I could pray for her. And when she asked, she asked me my credentials. She asked me, who, who am I? Am I a pastor? Am I, uh, what, what am I? What? What? Why gave me the idea that I could pray for her? And, and get her healed when she had been prayed for all these amazing men of God, and she started naming 
famous preacher saying, this famous preacher prayed for me, that other famous preacher prayed for me. All these famous preachers have prayed for me, and I'm not healed. What makes you think that you can pray for me, and I'm going to get healed? And I said, well, um, easy. I said, it's not, I said, I don't know who prayed for you, or, 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 or I don't know why you're looking for your healing, why you're going around looking for healing, when healing is already inside you. And so I started basically teaching her a difference between looking for healing and, and, and being awakened to the fact that you're already healed. And so she gave me some time, and basically she was like, I never had anything, anything like what you're telling to me about, so I'm okay, you can pray for me. And when I went and I prayed for her, I just put my hand on her on her face and her shoulder with too much work. And she, I said, tumors be gone, be you in the name of Jesus. And when I did that, she was uh, upset at first because she thought that I, she said, why, why do you pray for me that way? Uh, I want you to warn for for me. I want you to pray, really, really get in there and pray. And you just, all you said was, tumors be gone, be you. I said, well, I don't really have to do anything because it's already done. I'm just agreeing with what God did. And if I pray harder, if I pray longer, it's not going to add or take away, you know. It's not really going to add to what God did. So I'm just agreeing with what he did. And so I thought just, you know, you spent all your money doing this. You've been with the student for like four years. You've been traveling everywhere looking for healing. Why don't you give God, give God some, a couple of hours? Go, go sleep. You know, here's my phone number. Call me in the morning. It's he changes. Just, you know, but don't go to sleep thinking that nothing happened. Go to sleep thinking believing that God already, you know, He healed you, He already healed. And so uh, go beyond your five senses, I told her. And so she said, you know what? What you say is crazy, but I tried everything I'm going to what you're saying. And so she did. She went to sleep. And then I got a phone call the next day, like around 7 something in the morning. And it was a person. I mean, she was calling me and, and, and she was just screaming. She was like, ah, ah. Just, just screaming in the, um, the, the top of her lungs and just screaming because when she woke up, the tumors in her face and her shoulder were completely gone. She was completely healed. Wow. And we meet up, after that, we meet up in a Starbucks. And she, I couldn't recognize her. I couldn't recognize her. She didn't seem like a completely different lady. She, she, was, she was very pretty. She was very pretty when I started her without the, 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 the tumor. She was very, I was like, wow, look good. You know, wow, God did a, she looked completely different. She was in, they were gone, and so I saw her, and she was happy, and, you know, we stayed in contact after that, and, you know, for like a year, um, and she was healed, you know, so um, that's a cool testimony. That's a cool thing that happened here in Miami. So, and all that stuff. Um, my apologies. So, so after that happened, when when you first got the call and you first went to see her, did did she say that she that that other people were noticing it right away? Did anyone else verify it? Did she go to a doctor? I mean, did to kind of I guess confirm everything? Did did you hear anything further in that sense? No. Well, everybody. Well, everybody. Do, well, the the lady that she was staying at, the, the the person that we were doing the Bible study at, was her friend. And it was not it was not even my level story. I actually went there, um, they invited me to go there and I didn't even teach her anything. I just went there to meet people and to fellowship with people. And there was food and it was nice. And so but that was her friend. And so when she woke up in the morning, the first person she before when she called me, the first thing she did she was call me. And the next thing she did was she went and she woke up her friend who owned the house. And, uh, you know, and, and the people that were in that house, and so they all saw her, 
I mean, you couldn't, uh, the tumors were, she looked like Quasimodo. I mean, she was like a big thing on her face. The tumor was so big that her eyelid and her eyes were, I mean, her the, 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 her eyebrows were down by the, by the like, it was, it was the form. She was the form, like, it was a huge ball and top of her eye, and then another one on her shoulder that were the size of oranges. You know, bigger than orange, like grapefruits. You know, and so, um, it, it, uh, as soon as it disappeared, you know, the evidence was there. You know, and so everybody saw it. Her friends saw it. Her family saw it. She saw it. And the, and the before and after, you know, the before and after. She had pictures before and after. And this, but this happened. This this happened when I was 19 years old. Now I'm 30 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, and we stayed in contact like for about a year. And then after a year, we we lost contact. But but um, yeah, it's something that happened, and it was from you know when she woke up, it was completely gone. And yeah, that, that's just amazing because, uh, you know, in, in our uh, ministry work here, we've had something where like little lumps have disappeared, but nothing to that degree yet. So it's like I love hearing uh, stuff like this. You know, it, it helps me because it builds my faith as well as I'm sure, you know, the listeners in the in the audience as well. And uh we are, uh, listeners, we are actually coming up against our break, so uh, let, let's pause right there, Raphael. And again, we're, we're talking today to uh, Raphael Garcia from StreetMiracles.com, just shared an amazing story of tumors disappearing off a woman's face and just uh, is, uh, I'm, I'm almost speechless hearing this kind of stuff because it's like, I, I just love when the, the power of God works like that as quickly as that. It's just, it's one of those things that fascinate me and that I'm always just going after. So it's uh, it, it's great to hear that story. When we come back uh, from our break here, we're going to hear about Raphael's background and experience and a project that he's working on through his ministry. And we will get to it momentarily. So keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast with me, Million. I'll be back with you momentarily. Don't nobody go nowhere. Thank you for listening to the Heal the Sick podcast presented by Dominion Fire Church. Our ministry is growing and we would like to ask you to grow along with us. Currently, we are in need of financial support and we are asking friends, listeners, and followers to help crowdfund this ministry on a monthly basis. If this program has blessed or inspired you, please help us to produce more and more episodes by becoming a monthly supporter of $5, $10, or whatever amount is in your heart to give. Your contribution helps us produce more programs, help the sick get healed, and also support Christian outreaches overseas. Please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter for details and how to get started. Again, that's dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter. We thank you for your generosity and support. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. are back listeners heal the sick podcast with me million m-i-l-l-i-a-n i'm the overseer of dominion fire church las vegas nevada and make sure to check us out at dominionfire.com and uh, also on facebook twitter and all that good stuff which i'll outline for you later but go to the website you'll find all that stuff now and not only will you find all of our contact info you'll find our testimonies our videos and more importantly in relation to what we're doing here the full, complete catalog of the Heal the Sick podcast in its entirety, front to back, free, no charge. We just ask you that please enjoy it and then share it with anyone else that you can think of. We're doing this to get the Word of God out to people that healing is real. It's for today. It's still in action. It still works. 
And in many cases, as we're trying to, as we're perfecting this, it's happening on demand every time. It's, it is getting there. So we're excited for this. And just the overall premise of our ministry is we're putting God's goodness on display. And this is just one of the ways we do it. So we thank you for hanging out with us today and, and for riding along. Joining us on today's show, Rafael Garcia from StreetMiracles.com by way of Miami, Florida. And uh, if you've heard of Street Miracles, you've seen some, some of the amazing stuff that uh, that Rafael has done in, in his work here. And what we're going to do in this segment, Rafael, welcome back. And would you please tell the audience your background, your experience, and tell us about some projects you have going on? Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, well, my background and experience when it comes to healing... Um, um, the, I started healing the sick when I was 17 years old, but I, I began to have experiences with God since I was six years old. When I was six years old, um, the way that I, I, I awakened to, to Christ, I met the Lord. Was uh, I was in Dominican Republic as a kid, and I found myself drowning. I mean, I don't really want to go to and give you the whole background of how I was drowning, but I was drowning in the river, and I was basically dead, dying. And on unconscious, almost unconscious, everything was going pitch black, and and I didn't know how to swim, so I was drowning and sinking in the river. And before I I I was completely gone, I said, "Jesus, please help me." From within, my my spirit said that I screamed it out, "Jesus, please help me." And I didn't know who Jesus was. I mean, my family was not really into into the Lord like that. They were not really Christians. They were not. They were barely Catholic. Nobody ever ever told me about Jesus. It was something that out of my spirit. You know, the grace of God, I cried out, please help me. And then I mean, this one him grabbed me by my hand and by my forearm, and he just kind of like a torpedo in the water, pulled me out of the water. And then when I came out of the water, there were people there all over in the river. And I was asking, I was coughing and bombing water and asking everybody, who took me out of this water? Who took me out? And they were like, you kid, you're crazy. Nobody did that. You, you came out of the, of the water all by yourself. Like, what's wrong with you? But something happened to me when that happened, when God took me from the water, drowning. I thought that Jesus was a real person. I thought that Jesus had an address. I thought that Jesus was someone that I could actually go and talk to. And like, So I started going around asking people, who's Jesus? Because I thought Jesus had an address. I thought Jesus was real. I, I had this understanding of Jesus that nobody... You know, the gaming of God, and so I went around asking about Jesus, and nobody gave me an answer that was that that, that satisfied me. I would say, "Who's Jesus? Where is he? Where can I talk to him?" And they would tell me things like, "Oh yeah, you know, he's he's the son of God, he's the son of Mary, and things like that," but nothing else. And so I used to be epileptic. So the first time I experienced healing was a year after that, me looking for Jesus. Um. Uh, a pastor gave me, you know, gave me a, a kid's Bible, and it was like a picture Bible with pictures, and I started reading it, reading it, reading it, and as I was reading the Bible, the Holy Spirit started begin to reveal to me certain things that, that you know, for a seven-year-old to know, it had to be Holy Spirit. And so I, as I began to understand uh, Jesus and just know Him, just reading that Bible, I felt something in my body, and the epilepsy that I used to have, because I used to have seizures and all these different things, I was completely healed from epilepsy when I was seven years old. And so then from then, I had experiences with God, you know, when I was nine, when I was 10, when I was 11. When I was 11 to 14, I had experiences in my room with the Lord. 
And so I, I grew up not in the, I didn't grow up in the church. I grew up uh, experiencing God, reading the Bible and experiencing God, experiencing the Holy Spirit. But not, I, I didn't have a church. I didn't, you know, I, I wasn't taught uh, um, nothing. I was just basically learning from the Lord. Um, and when I was 17 years old, I uh, I went to my high school. My high school used to be the, the, the biggest high school in population in the United States at that time here in Miami. And I went and I took some Bibles. Um, I took a luggage full of Bibles, six, six to six Bibles, for the kids over there. They used to know me as a preacher in my high school. And I was praying for them, and I would pray for them and give them Bibles. And, and you know, and I had six kids that wanted Bibles that had their names and their their phone numbers. And I, at the next week on Monday, I went, and I gave them the Bibles, and I prayed for them. And then when I came back home, I felt like... Instead of feeling super happy, like I had, you know, the, the we, you know, we had done that, and I, I was there doing that, and and the people had Bibles, and I, prayed, you know, I felt like there was something missing. I felt like, man, I felt a little frustrated. Like John, thank you for that, but the, but I read the Bible. I spent supernatural things with you. I experienced you heal me. You know, he had healed me from different things, not only epilepsy. And I had uh, experience, the experiences that I had in my room from 11 to 14 years old were heavenly experiences where, where I would, you know, go places and see angels and see all these different things. And so the supernatural, I knew there was supernatural. I experienced it, but I wanted to experience God flowing through me for other people. So it was different. And so that day that I came back from giving the Bibles, I was frustrated. I was a little, I was like, God, there has to be something more. So that night, it was on Monday, then that night it was Tuesday already, around 3 or 4 in the morning, I couldn't go to sleep. And what happened, this is 2001, I was 17 years old at that time. So what happened is that I couldn't go to sleep. So I opened up a laptop, I had an old laptop, and I had an old AOL connection, really slow. And I just I just had an idea. So I opened it up. And when I open it up, I type, I Google Holy Spirit. I just put Holy Spirit. And when I Google Holy Spirit, the, uh, uh, there was an article that, came, that popped up that came out, the first one, that said, the name of the article was, The Real News Is Inside You. And it was all about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, about, you know, speaking tongues and all these different things. And me not growing, not growing up in church and stuff like that, I had experiences with God and stuff like that, but I didn't know much about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I never even heard of that. So when I read it, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I don't know if I, don't, if I have it or if I don't have it. I don't know. But I'm your son, and I feel, if I don't have this thing, I feel in disadvantage, so give it to me right now. So, Papa, I love you. One, one, one. I don't see this thing right now. And so that's how I did it. I basically read an article. I said, God, I receive it right now. And, you know, this is mine. You, I'm your son. And then I felt different, but I didn't know what it was. I felt different, and but didn't know what it was. I didn't speak in tongues right there and then, because I didn't even know how to do it. But all I did was I felt different, went to sleep, then Wednesday came, Thursday came, and then Thursday night, the same thing happened. I, I was really, I was awake. Uh, Thursday night going to Friday, I was awake in the middle of the, of the night talking to God, and then out of nowhere, like around four in the morning, I started speaking in tongues out of nowhere. And I didn't know what that thing was. I was like, 
sticking point, and I didn't know what that was. But then what happened that day when I went to school, to my high school, was that I saw my first healing. I saw my first deliverance and my first healing. And that came about by, uh, on Friday, it was that Friday, uh, um, a kid, because the kids knew me, they knew me in the high school as preacher. They would call me preacher. They wouldn't call me Raphael. They wouldn't call me, they would call me preacher. So everybody knew me, knew me as preacher. So, so the kid was like, hey, preacher, can you please pray for me? It was a 17-year-old kid that was addicted to cigarettes. He would, he, would, he would smoke pack and a half a day, and he was addicted. So he asked me to pray for him so that he would stop smoking. So when I put my hand, I went and I put my hand on his shoulder, and I was going to ask God to, to heal him. I was going to ask God to do something for him. And, and when I prayed, I said, Father, in the name of Jesus. I, I, I didn't even finish saying Jesus. And this electricity went through my arm, and he touched him, and he shook him, and then he started vomiting. He started vomiting, vomiting. And coffee, and then he vomited on, almost by my shoes, and I didn't, I didn't know what was happening. So I got offended. I was like, "Hey, brother, what's wrong with you? You're vomiting on my shoes." And I was praying for you. Why you vomiting on my shoes? What's wrong with you? And I didn't know he was getting. I, I didn't know he was getting delivered. But from that day on, I would see him every time I would see him. He would. He, he never smoked again. Every time that I would see him, he would just come and hug me and say, "Thank you, preacher." I don't feel like smoking and all the urges, everything left. Everything that is craving, everything is left. It was completely, you know. But from that day on, that Friday to today, from that Friday, then the next day, every day after that day was an adventure here in Miami. I didn't have, I didn't, awesome. I didn't have a car. I didn't have a car or anything. I, I went up in the hospital. I went up in the street. So I spent like two and a half years in the hospitals, in the streets, um, um, praying for people, seeing miracles in the hospitals. I would go to the hospital and God would clear the whole floor. I would sneak into rooms in the hospital. I'd go pray for one person, and then I'll end up sneaking into different rooms and praying, and then God would heal the whole floor. Wow. And, and, and and this is 17 years old, 18 years old, 19. And then 19 and a half, that's when I began. I became a member of a church for the first time, and then I, I thought that everybody was doing this stuff. And then when I came to the church, I was like, "Oh man, you kidding me?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. And so, uh, so I've been doing this since I was seventeen, healing the sick. I've been praying for it way before that, but I started seeing miracles and results and manifestations at the age of seventeen. Yeah. And now, what I'm doing now with the school of sonship. Is uh, I teach you know people what I call the three eyes. Uh, and God told me go teach my people the three eyes, which is, uh, and it's not a formula, but it's basically identity, in, uh, which is intimacy, identity, and inheritance. We just you, when you get to know God, when you get to know Him, and you get to experience Him, you you get to know who you really are. When you get to know who you really are, you get to enjoy your inheritance here on the earth, heaven on earth right now. And healing is there, deliverance is there, prosperity is there, wisdom is there, love is there, power is there, peace is there, joy is there, everything is there in your inheritance. And Christ already paid for it. But people don't know who God is, and people don't know who, they don't know how to relate to God, and so they don't know who they are, who they really are. Mm-hmm. So what I teach in school of sonship is, is that love, freedom, identity, intimacy, inheritance, and people are being set free. You know, uh, it's something amazing. You know, it, it, it's, it's not churchy. Cause I don't have a church background, thank God. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, so the things that I do, they're not very churchy. 
you know, but they're very Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> they're very Holy Spirit, you know. So I'm uh, I'm really just passionate about God, passionate about Holy Spirit, passionate about my Father, passionate about Jesus. And in everything I do, you can see it. And and I'm we're seeing people set free, people being set free, not just hero physically, but set free. The mind is of they're being set free in their mind, in their emotions, in their body, in in, in their walk. Every area in their family, in life, everything got is just revolutionized. So people are it's a lifestyle. People in. They're living life with Jesus and getting to know a God that they never even knew was possible. You can use God that way. And that's really what we what we've been doing. That's brilliant. That's uh th- those three concepts, identity, intimacy, inheritance, I mean they're those are that covers everything. It really does of, of what you need to know as a baseline for everything else to happen. So, um, great story and, and listeners again, Raphael Garcia, streetmiracles.com, just an amazing story and just, uh, just amazing revelation and, and just amazing to watch how things unfolded over time and, and to where he is now. And, uh, just good stuff today. So uh, we're up against our second break of the day. So we're going to pause here for a second. And when we come back, um, Raphael's going to share his heart on some uh, additional information and he will tell you where to find him. And if you want to see his um, his ministry and his work, you'll be able to uh, check that out as well. So please keep it locked right here on the Heal the Sick podcast. And we'll be right back after this. Thank you for listening to the Heal the Sick podcast presented by Dominion Fire Church. Our ministry is growing, and we would like to ask you to grow along with us. Currently, we are in need of financial support, and we are asking friends, listeners, and followers to help crowdfund this ministry on a monthly basis. If this program has blessed or inspired you, please help us to produce more and more episodes by becoming a monthly supporter of $5, $10, or whatever amount is in your heart to give. Your contribution helps us produce more programs, help the sick get healed, and also support Christian outreaches overseas. Please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter for details and how to get started. Again, that's dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter. We thank you for your generosity and support. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. Number three, the finale. We are at the end here, the final segment, but we still got a way to go yet. Joining us on the phone today here on the Heal the Sick podcast, again, a presentation of Dominion Fire Church, our shameless self-promotion I always have to do here. Uh, joining us on the phone today, Rafael Garcia from StreetMiracles.com, who's been sharing uh, not only his testimony, but just an amazing um, healing testimony that he witnessed himself. And... Uh, in this segment, we always have our guests share a lesson about something that's on their hearts, something that they have going on right now. And a big topic to Raphael is the idea of intimacy and intimacy being the key to so many things. So, uh, Raphael, what can you share with us about intimacy being the key to unlocking all this stuff? Oh, my brother, watching at you in five minutes. Let's see how I can share in five minutes. <laughs> well, but for, for me, um, like, yeah, you just said it. intimacy is the key. Is the key to unlocking everything in the, in, in the kingdom, to accessing, to manifesting. Because things, are, basically, everything's already there waiting for you. You know, Christ already did everything you know, for you, but things are not manifesting. To, like, there, there's not enough teachings out there that that 
that describe in, in the mind of God. They don't they don't they don't they don't come from the perspective of the mind of God. So in order for us to really know who we are and what we could do, we need to be taught by God who who God is. So it has to be the Holy Spirit reveals Father to us. The Jesus reveals Father to us. The, the, the Father reveals Jesus to us. And that as we see God, we see ourselves, because we're in the image and likeness of God. And there's many people that don't think they're in the image and the, in the likeness of God. They think that they're in the process of getting to be like God. But in reality, you're not in the process of getting to be like God. You're already like God. The things that you don't, you don't, you have, you have not been taught to see God and to relate to God. So what I teach is, is this, is, is how to relate to God. How can I relate to God in my everyday life? Because the biggest thing in Christianity is that the messages, this this connector in the body with the messages, the people don't know how to relate to God. They don't know how to have a relationship and intimacy with God. And the thing, the first thing that I want the listeners to know is that God is crazy about you. He loves you. I mean, I know that you hear that all the time, but most people don't believe that God loves them. Most people don't believe that God likes them, actually. You know, because, and when you go to a church or something, they tell you, you got to change this, you got to change that, you got to change this. And they tell people, they got to change everything about them, you know, about who they, who they think they are. And instead of allowing the Holy Spirit to, to gently bring the changes and renew the person's mind, you know, so people in their subconscious, they feel like God doesn't like them. So it's really hard to have a relationship with a God who you think in your subconscious, because you don't say it verbally. Or consciously, but in your subconscious, most people think that God doesn't like them, or that there's something wrong with them, and that they have to change. So the first thing you need to know is that God likes you. God likes you. I mean, I have this book that I'm writing right now, and one of the chapters is called God Likes You, because people need to know that not only He loves you, but He likes you. He likes your flavor, your personality. He made it. Your your style. He made it. The way you speak, the way you hide, your color, your your, your everything. Your sense of humor. Your everything. He made you that way. I mean, you were created. You were born out of Him, and, and so maybe He wants to renew your mind. And therefore, He wants to renew your mind so that you think like He thinks. And so you don't believe the lies that you've been taught. And you can manifest love, power, joy, all that good stuff. But your personality and who you are, he doesn't want to change that. So in order for you to be intimate with God, you have to be yourself. You have to be honest. One of the keys, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't, like, I don't want to give formulas because everybody is different. But one key to getting to know God and being intimate with God is being open. When you're open, you know, sometimes people have a... People want to walk in the supernatural, but they, they're afraid of the unknown. They're afraid of things. They say, oh, this is New Age, this is this, this is that, this is witchcraft. And a lot of stuff, a lot of times, is not New Age. It's not witchcraft. It's Holy Spirit. But because they don't know Him, they're saying this is not of God. And so we need to be open to God and understand that God is never going to bring nothing bad your way. He's never, God has your best interest at heart. God loves you. God likes you. He likes to hang out with you. And the same way you would Hang out with your dad or your mom or your best friend. You can hang out with God. You can be, you know, watching the dishes and being intimate with God. You can be watching a movie with Holy Spirit. You can go and exercise with Holy Spirit. You know, you can if you go and you exercise with Holy Spirit, you can you can get muscle supernaturally, and you don't have to like necessarily do like everybody else does it. You can lose weight supernaturally if you invite Holy Spirit. If you interact with Him, you know. So, uh, to the listeners that are listening now, God is more human than what you think, and more normal than what you think, and you are more divine than what you think. Allow Holy Spirit 
to teach you and to train you. And even if you have to discard everything that you've been taught, and you say, God, start with me from scratch. You're the Spirit. You're the teacher. You teach me. Do that. And even if you have to do that, you know, because He knows exactly what you need. He knows. Sometimes we allow our relationships with our parents or with our father or with our people, and we put that picture or that relationship into God because people treat us conditionally. And the love of people, sometimes the people that people have with us is conditional love. So we don't understand the unconditional love of God. And so we try to bring conditions into our relationship with God, and that's what religion is. Religion puts all these conditions. It says if you have tattoo, you cannot know God. If you keep on listening to that music, you cannot know God. If you keep on cursing, you cannot know God. If you keep on doing that or watching that movie, you cannot know God. Nothing is more powerful than the love of God. God doesn't put such conditions on people. Religion does, but not God. So God is not far from anybody. See, God has a relationship with everybody. It's just that not everybody has a relationship with God, meaning that people are not participating in the relationship. Your history with God didn't start when you said a sinner's prayer, when you went to a church. Your history with God started before you were even born. Your history with God began when you were a baby. People ask me, Ralph, how can you... How do you know about Jesus when you were in that water and nobody told you about Jesus? How do you know Jesus when you were six years old? How do you know Jesus when you were seven years old? How come nobody taught you? How come? How do you know Jesus? God interacts, was interacting with my spirit since I was a little kid. And I'm not unique in that sense because he does that with everybody. I see it with kids. I see it with kids. I see God interacting with kids. But what happens is that we, when we're kids, they we believe that we can fly. We believe that we can. We believe in the supernatural. We have experiences with God when we're kids. But then, as you begin to grow up in this society and every society, they begin to teach you contrary to that. Mm-hmm. They start telling you, "Put your feet on the ground." You know that supernatural. You know, be, be, you know, and, and they start still performing. And now we have to earn everything. Now we have to work for everything. Now we have to go get good grades in school and do this and do that. And some of that stuff is good, but some of that stuff we bring into our relationship with God. And now we have we feel like we have to perform before God, and we cannot be ourselves. And if we cannot be open and honest in ourselves, it's really hard for people to relate to God. God wants you to be yourself. He wants you to relax. He wants you to believe and trust like He loves you, like He likes you, and to just enjoy Him. Enjoy Him. Part of glorifying God, a big part of glorifying God, is enjoying God, enjoying what He's already given you. You know, you give God glory every time you enjoy when you enjoy His love, when you enjoy your family, when you enjoy things, the food, when you enjoy, you give God glory. And that is in everything. He's in your food. He's in your family. He's in your kids. He is. He wants to be part of everything. He wants you to, be, to interact with Him and invite Him into everything because He wants to be part of your life. Not an event, not a service, not a meeting, your life. So I don't know if I went, if I went over time that I had. Raph, that was awesome. That was that was just uh, and, and and you know full disclosure, you know for everything, and you know in our ministry, um, you know healing ministry is very intense, and and you go through a lot of emotions. And uh, I know um, I'm myself personally. I'm in a season where this intimacy and identity is is very difficult for me right now, and I don't know why because it's not always like that. It's just I am right now. So the things you're saying about intimacy of including him in in everything is you know it's like I just feel my spirit vibrating almost as you're saying this stuff and it's like and it's like I know there's something so good in all this so it's um and, and listeners you know that that intimacy is something that I know personally 
uh, I, I don't want to say I've struggled with, but I haven't always been the best at it. And uh, Raphael, like you were just saying, um, it's because, you know, the way that we're taught in the world of how to do things is so much different than how you do it in the spirit. And, um, you know, people say, oh, you got to get close with God. You got to spend it. And I, my question is how, you know, I don't always know how to do it. And I don't know if I'm doing it right, if I am doing it. I mean, is that, do you see a lot of that as well? Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I, I, I think that the, 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 the problem, you know, that we have, you know, not only in, in, in the systems where they teach you and, and, and religion, but is that we spend so much time trying to figure out the how that we forget about the who. You know, we have a helper. His name is Holy Spirit. And the thing is that even if I were to tell, you know, in the school of sonship, when, when I'm teaching these things to people, each individual is different, so my approach to each individual is different. I don't, I don't teach the same. I'll teach the same things, maybe, but not the same, not the same way to every person, because every person is unique. So let's say if you were to know the how you get in contact with God, well, it will work for you. But if you try to teach it to somebody else, it might not work for them because they're different. You know. So, so, but there's things that I can definitely being open is one way. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, being completely honest is another way okay. um, uh, uh, being yourself, not trying to, you know, like a lot of times when we come together, even when I hear people pray, they talk, they talk with their friends. They're like, hey, what's up, dog? You know, like that <laughs> with their friends. And then when it comes to, you know, to God, Heavenly Father, and, you know, they change their voice, they change their posture. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And, and, and God is like, that's not who you are. What are you coming to? This is one thing. I, I tell God, I tell people, God is the realest. He's the most real person, real. He's genuine, real. He's too real. He's he's not fake at all. So if you come to God in a fake way, you can't connect mm-hmm. to the God that's inside you. And another thing is that a lot of times people are looking for God outside of them, and they don't instead of interacting with the God that's inside of them, mm-hmm. you know. The concepts that we have been taught in the churches about seeking God or who wants more of God or you can't get more of God. You have all of God already. Closer to God, you can't get closer to God because God and you are one, and there's no, the highest exactly. level of closeness right. is one. So it's, it's awakening, awakening to those truths and, and practicing, you know, interacting with God every day. Like, like I say, include Him in your working out. Include Him when you're watching a movie. God likes movies, too. You know, there's a, like, little things like that. Everyday little things like that, that will take you know, anybody's relationship with God to a whole different, a whole different universe, a whole different dimension, level, whatever you, we want to call it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's exciting. And like I said, you know, I know on our side, I, 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 complete honesty, I struggle with it a lot and I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get better at these things. It's cause, cause I know there's so much at stake and it's just so much we have to do and so much work out there and, you know, the, the laborers are few and we got to do this. So it's, uh. It, it can be overwhelming sometimes, but this is uh, this is why, listeners, we have people like Raphael who are teaching this, who are putting this in very simple words and kind of just you know shaking us back to reality about certain things. So we're we're definitely grateful to have you here on the program today, and just great lesson. Thank you for that. And uh, we are just about coming up on the end of our show, Raphael. If people would like to find out where to contact you, where to find you, maybe get in on the School of Sonship, how would they find you? They can go to com. There, you have all the information. You have the number. You have you can email me. There, you can get uh, in contact with me through Facebook, through Twitter, through YouTube. Everything is right there in streamers.com. Definitely. 
All right, excellent. So streetmiracles.com, and of course, listeners, at any time, if you can't find anything or you're not getting a hold of them, you can email us at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com, and I'll make sure you get in contact, so make sure you uh, keep that in your uh, in your records as well. And uh, Raphael, I want to thank you for being here with us today. It's been an absolute pleasure, and as we get ready to wrap up the show, I ask our guests if they will please do a prayer for our audience and uh, along the way, if you uh, feel any specific healing needs or word of knowledge, prophetic word, you discern in anything, you got anything going on, feel free to let it rip. And uh, please pray us to the end of the show, sir. Oh, thank you, my friend. Definitely. Thank you for having me, man, by the way. Okay. Right now, everybody listening, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Father, I just thank you for the people listening. I thank you, Lord, because you love them so much, Father. I thank you because... They are beginning, Lord, you awaken them to how much you love them, how much you like them, Father, and that is affecting their bodies, that's affecting their minds, that's affecting their souls, their emotions, affecting every area of their lives, their relationships with other people. So, but I, I just thank you for an awakening right now, Lord, of, of how much you love them. I release your love over the airways right now. I release your love. I release your peace. I release your power. Anybody listening right now that's, that's dealing with sickness, cancer, diabetes, arthritis, any sickness, why not be healed in Jesus' name? Why not speak to your mind right now? I speak to people that are causing, there's people right now listening that, that, that are other things that, that are happening in your body that are caused by your mind. They're caused by things that you're thinking, self-rejection, you're rejecting yourself, you don't like yourself, and a lot of stuff is causing causing insomnia in you, it's causing pain in your body, it's causing uh, 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 I see uh, somebody, you have like, like pains in your bones and your joints, and it's because it's self-rejection. When you look at yourself in the mirror, you don't like yourself. You don't like the person that you are. You don't like who you think you are. That's a lie. That's a lie from hell. You are lovely. You are beautiful. You're accepted. God accepted you before you did anything good or bad. He accepted you, not because of performance, but because he loves you and he loves you unconditional. When God, when God accepts you, nobody can reject you. And you shouldn't reject yourself. So get to know who God is. And, and you understand, and when you understand how much love you, that stuff will be there. But right now, I, I, I speak love to your situation. I speak love to your mind. And every light has to go on right now in Jesus' name. But I thank you. I thank you for who they are. I thank you because they, they will walk in intimacy, in identity, in inheritance, Father. They will walk in who in your purpose. They will walk... Father, in your kingdom, Father, I thank you right now. I thank you. I thank you right now in Jesus' name. Father, I, I want everybody to know this is easy. This stuff is not difficult. It's easy. Healing is easy. Identity is easy. Intimacy is easy. All this stuff is easy. All you got to do is agree with God. And so be open to Holy Spirit. Be open to Father. Be open to Jesus. And you will see that all this stuff is easy. So, Father, just bless them. I bless everybody. Listen and be healed, be set free, be delivered, be loved, and you see God's love now. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you guys. Oh, amen, man. Good, good stuff, listeners. Thank you so much, Raphael, for being with us today. And listeners, at any time, you can find us online at, at uh, www.dominionfire.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash dominionfire, twitter.com at healingminister, which is my personal one if you... Uh, if you like your Christianity a little edgier, that's where you find me. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube slash Dominion Fire Church, as well as on Instagram, which I believe is Dominion Fire. Uh, I forget. I'm sorry. Uh, check the website because it's on there. I have so many social media accounts. I have 
trouble keeping up with them. Or if you want to roll old school and just email us, you could do that too at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com. And of course, the website is where you'll find all these things. So if you're ever in doubt, just go to Dominion Fire and you'll find us. And uh, the Healistic Podcast available also on iTunes and uh, the website as well. So make sure you check all the episodes out, share those. There's so much good information that all these just amazing people are sharing with us and we're so grateful for them. So Listeners, we thank you as well because without you, well, what's the point of doing the show? You know, it's like we uh, we love doing this work for you, love putting it out there for you and just sharing this information. We hope you're blessed and we hope that you take this and get out there and start doing this for real because this is, uh, this is it. This is the war. This is the battle. It's time. It's time. Let's go out there and do this. And uh, thanks for hanging with us. And we'll see you next time here on the Heal the Sick podcast. And as we always say on the ministry, boom, goes Yeshua. See you next time.